0: And the best barbecue sauce is Craft uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Brunch.
0: Hit it, boys. Yeah! How good, and this isn't like, a, like, how good are these? But just like legitimately asking you, how good are mozzarella sticks?
1: Um, I'd say, like, we've had this discussion... Uh, we've probably done, like, an apps convo. No, I mean, like, we've had this discussion many times about french fries and how John Feidelberg is right with his assessment of french fries, where, like, the sh- they're great at their best. The ceiling is very high, but the shelf life and there are, like, downsides to french fries. I would say the same thing about mozzarella sticks.
0: Yeah, if you don't get mozzarella sticks in a good situation. Although, you know what? I'll tell you what. I've been... The reason I ask is because I've been eating them and I got... uh,
1: That is a very you thing, by the way, to be like, how good are these things? Because Because I've I've just been pounding them and loving them. And next question, how good are they for you? (laughs) Um, I would say I would put uh, mozzarella sticks a tier below French fries simply because mozzarella sticks are very incomplete without marinara sauce.
0: So mozzarella sticks are kind of begging to be incomplete you got to do them with something if you just say hey uh for, for example like hey uh we're eating you want to order anything no one's ever like i had mozzarella sticks earlier <laughs> i'm fine <laughs> so you're right if
1: they're an incomplete thing but they're i'll compliment to something
0: right the meal i've been doing i did it oh no <laughs> i did it. 3 2 or 3 nights in a row last week. Mozzarella sticks and salad. Wild. I yeah. But it actually like I had it one night and I was like, well that's obviously a very uh contradictory combination.
1: Yeah, it's sort of like a it's one of those Sour Patch commercials. What are those? Where it's like uh first it's sweet, then it, or it's first it's sour, then it's sweet. So uh. it's like, first you're bad, and then you're good.
0: Yeah. I I, I was crazy about it though. I did it once, and then the next day I was like, I think I'm planning on that being my meal again. Mozzarella sticks, though, yeah. I've been getting uh, anyone who has a Wegmans near them. They sell these huge-ass boxes of like 10 million mozzarella sticks, and I feel like mozzarella sticks have always been an afterthought for me, for I think most people. Like, no one's ever, again, no one's ever like... Planning anything around mozzarella sticks, but I got them for one of the football games.
1: I think I was like, I'll have some mozzarella sticks and like within a week I was back buying more. uh they're they've definitely been an afterthought in my life because um i was trained growing up to be deathly afraid of mozzarella sticks i wasn't allowed to order them at restaurants or anything because like my mom just like trained me to believe that children die every day eating mozzarella sticks just choking on that cheese really Yeah. yeah so like growing up my two biggest fears were uh Water bottles rolling around. I was going to say, like this side. sounds yeah.
0: eerily similar to the great water bottle on the loose scare <laughs> of, let's say, ninety six.
1: Yep, water bottles being stuck underneath the gas pedal in the car uh, is uh, a huge one. And then mozzarella sticks came in uh, a close second in fears as, as a child. Man, I'm
0: trying to think. I'm like my my parents. I guess it's it's like the. Do you freak out about germs with your kids, or do you want them to to develop antibodies? My parents, not to put them on blast, just let you run wild. Never, never told me about the pitfalls of having mozzarella sticks, or certainly not of water bottles. I would do water bottles all the time. I'd br- I'd have one just to finish. Meet. Throw it in the backseat. Yeah, I'd bring one to
1: soccer practice. Whatever, water bottles everywhere. Could have been killed. Um. Yeah. So, like, even when I was like a young adult, people would I'd go out to eat like with, like my friends in high school and stuff. Like early college, they'd order mozzarella sticks, and I'd be like, "Are you fucking
0: crazy? We're
1: getting mozzarella sticks, Pete. You in?
0: No, I'd better not. <laughs> like, oh, my okay. Kill me. That was that was weird. If I yeah, if I survive them, I'll 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 be killed. Uh, I'll tell you what though. You said they're not complete without marinara sauce. In the beginning, I was doing them with marinara sauce a lot. I don't know if people do this, but it's just kind of maybe I kind of end up going here with every food anyway. Mozzarella sticks with barbecue sauce. Well, I mean barbecue sauce with anything. Bar- of, I mean barbecue sauce is the greatest. Whenever I, I feel like once a week someone starts talking about Chick-fil-A sauce and I'm like imagine having tried Chick-fil-A sauce. Why I have. It's what good. brings you to do it when they got barbecue sauce there? Right.
1: Yeah, I mean barbecue sauce is the greatest condiment. I will not uh Not hear any arguments.
0: I mean, while we're on the topic of the, the, I mean, I'm acting like we like backed our way into it. I specifically brought up eating a horrible food. Uh, I don't know, like once a month or something, I'll uh, hit a Wendy's now and uh, like park near the Wendy's. And we've gotten into the discussion of just like parking near a fast food place and having it there. It used to be like I used to try to be discreet about it like I can't see have another human see me doing this and now I'm like this is the best part of my week <laughs> right. i'd like someone to see me thrive this thriving. is my going out time this
1: is my right. leave the house i'm i'm making an event out of it <laughs> i put on the good joggers
0: <laughs> which uh, i mean joi this is going this is just turning into a very depressing episode uh it's like some of my joggers now i'm noticing like have holes in them and i'm like uh ah. Who's, who's going to see them that's going to have an
1: issue with this whole... I, did, uh, I took a stroll through the brunch store last night for the yeah? first time in forever. Yeah? I didn't realize that we've got so much great merch in there. Oh, yeah. And it's I not mean, even a plug. It's just me actually going through and being like, why did we get this? That reminds me. I haven't been
0: wearing the brunch joggers this uh, winter season... I was deaf I was like crazy during the, the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. They were like heavy in my rotation. It was those joggers, these joggers, a couple other pairs of joggers. But I'm glad you reminded me of that because those are the best. I love those. I was
1: thinking about uh getting one of those, but I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna buy you know we have like a, a jacket in there? We have like a really? black button up champion jacket. I think it's like a sweatshirt oh, jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I know what you're talking about.
1: I think I'm gonna get that.
0: Yeah, that's the move. I was I've been trying to get into sweatshirts and hoodies and stuff, and I've been buying a bunch of them, which...
1: All I've been wearing.
0: Yeah. I got a Ween one that's great. Got that Father John Misty one. Got a Wolfpack one. Got a Rara Riot one. I mean, I would encourage artists whose music I listen to just to, to put out the make shittiest really good, doesn't matter, like sweatshirts and stuff. It could be
1: the shittiest thing ever. I've been just like browsing the champion store online. Nice. Like, can I just buy like a basic ass champion sweatshirt like once a week?
0: So, which level champion is that? Is that like Gucci champion or uh, like Olympia sports champion? Like
1: Olympia sports champion.
0: No offense. If you have bought Gucci champion, and I hope you all know what we're talking about, we've definitely had to have covered this at some point over the years. What are you doing? Right. <laughs> it all looks the same. I had to ask you if that was You could have said like, oh, this no, this could is have
1: like retailed a retail
0: like $75. You could have said like, this is a limited edition chance, the rapper champion, whatever. And I'd be like, I'll give you $300 for it. <laughs> no questions asked.
1: No, I bought this one at Costco, like probably 15 bucks
0: uh, rules. Chance, the rapper, speaking of merch, uh, is now selling like the, I love New York shirts, except it says, uh, I love my wife. Which is really funny because I feel like that was a joke. It was a meme like, for sure. Probably two and a half whole years ago with Chance the Rapper, right? That like all of his songs are about God and loving his wife, which are great topics if you believe in either of those <laughs> things. But I think it's funny now, like it was on Valentine's Day, he posted something and he was like, you love your wife? You a wife guy like me? And I was like, I haven't heard wife guy in a few minutes either. (laughs) It was like a lot of not too dated, but definitely dated stuff. But he's selling, I love my wife shirts. And I'm like, not a bad move chance. But yeah, uh, when I do the Wendy's situation, I've become a barbecue sauce with whatever I'm having at Wendy's. So like, I'll get the spicy nuggets. I'm a spicy nuggets guy. Are you supposed to dip spicy nuggets in anything?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think nuggets are conducive to dipping, even if they are spicy nuggets.
0: Okay, because I, f- I feel like a weirdo sitting near a Wendy's in my car eating in the Good Joggers. But I for sure dip the spicy nuggets in barbecue sauce and holy smokes. Let your freak flag fr- Wh- fly, king. <laughs> How We've been doing this podcast 600 years. We both immediately loved that expression and neither of us have learned to say it, say it confidently
1: i i can't say it's a t- it's the worst tongue twister yeah because it could go very wrong if you forget oh, like one letter
0: goodness gracious yeah of course um i've every time i've gone to say that i like slow down because i know how tongue twisted i'm gonna get <laughs> yeah. and i'm like let your f- let your fl- <laughs> And it's not the something, People still
1: say on fleek Whatever <laughs> It's not something that you can trip over Because it like You need to, to do it smoothly For it to sound cool Right I've I've found out there are a lot of words um, Streaming has really like Cut my ego One because the chat is very mean to me Oh um, really? Really in like a very playful manner but they love shitting on me. The only
0: reason I don't I haven't gotten into streaming is because in my limited experience everyone's been well, so the chat nice is, and the supportive. It is
1: great but like they love dunking on me and making oh, okay. fun of me um, in the most playful manner possible. But like we've been doing marbles recently, a lot of marble racing. Dude, you've got to tell me
0: about that because I've never seen anything be as big a hit as mar- <laughs> yeah, like it's are, insane. Like without being mean there are some, like there's one YouTuber in particular. You know how I I like my YouTubers. Yeah. There's one YouTuber who I think a lot of people would probably have probably heard of, and I'm like, yo, this person is the biggest racket going, <laughs> and all the props in the world to this person because this person doesn't really do anything. Yeah. And has got this fat patreon and i'm talking like a very very like this person has made a super lucrative life over not really doing anything and not really giving up much of their own life and i'm like yo Teach tip of my cap yeah like I, like I don't know if i'd be able to sleep at night if i were this person <laughs> but i tip my cap that is me with marbles. The whole marbles thing you've <laughs> yeah. got going, I'm like, yo, yeah, I think Pete found his... I found my thing. His, like, YouTube bracket, although yeah. you do, it's a Twitch thing.
1: Yeah, it's uh, marbles every Friday night. We race marbles, uh, we just, It's just become very lucrative, uh, which is incredible. The numbers are skyrocketing. We had 200 people in the marbles stream uh, last Friday. It was... Dude, it's so much fun, um, but... Now we're making Marvels merch. Really? (laughs) Yeah, dude. It's going to be unbelievable. Um, But yeah, it's been so much fun. And uh, I found out over the past month or so that I have a lot of trouble pronouncing the word marbles. Really? Yeah, I say like Marlboros Mm -hmm. when when I've had like a few drinks. I mean,
0: we're not suggesting anybody live their life in whatever way, but if you were to think Marlboros... Greater than marble. Oh (laughs) shit! (laughs) See, it's not that easy. Yeah, marbles. I mean, there could be an argument.
1: Not to not to fully uh, pull the curtain back, but the marbles merch that we're coming out with is is like Marlboro. The Marlboro logo. That is sick. Yeah.
0: Yeah, dude. I mean, I was there for one marbles thing, and. I was like, I don't get it. Everyone seems to be really excited about it, though. This is cool. Sure. Like this, this is cool. Like not in like I know. Like I I know this is cool. I don't under. I'd it's be cool lying if I are told enjoying you this. Right, yeah. right. I mean, if I was like, oh, this is so cool. I feel like you could hit pause and be like, explain why then. <laughs> You're just going Name along. Three of their songs. Yeah, yeah. I don't know any of Marble's songs. Um, but yeah, this is like your. This is like your uh, GameStop stock yeah, thing. It is where like mar- you've done all these things in your young life, and marbles, which is it's a simulation yep. where a bunch of marbles race, and you assign uh, each person as a marble.
1: Yeah. So like if you if you join the stream, we jump into like a marbles race, and then like the pre-race lobby, all you have to do is hit play in the chat. Yeah. And you get an. You get a marble in the race, and then it like simulates the race. And we've been doing grand Prix mm-hmm. so like eight races, and you accrue points in every race. And then at the end of the grand prix, like there's everybody gets a first, second, and a third, and you get podium. So like uh, the this week we're gonna do like a, a string of grand prix and if you place, you get into the final race. And if you win the final race, you get free marbles merch. And wow! Be, like, grand Prix champion. And it's going to rule. Uh, but, yeah, it's just been, like, a, a ton of fun because it's just mindless entertainment on a Friday night. You can drink and, and just play marbles and just great vibes. You can bet. There are a lot of oh bets God. going on on, like, where the, somebody's marble finishes and things like that. Uh, yeah, it's just unbelievable. So who are, like, the, the Twitch bookkeepers? Twitch has, uh, like, a betting feature. What? Yeah. You can, like, bet channel points and stuff, and you can bet subs. Wow. Oh, my. So it's all above board. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible.
0: I was going to say, like, this... I could see, like, someone ends up, uh, like, losing a bunch of money or whatever. Like, their life is ruined, (laughs) and it's all because of you. No, no.
1: Well, it's still possible. like (laughs) Like, bet within your means by all the time, but, like, we're doing, like, sub bets and stuff. So, like, if you lose... Gotta, you gotta, gotta give g- some subs get someone a sub yeah. yeah
0: oh my god i had a sub the other day it was sick riveting stuff right? yeah my, my favorite sandwich in the world check this out <laughs> this is i've eaten recently all i can talk it about sounds is sounds right? like it's, you're it's, yeah. just really in on food this episode jones yeah uh you ever had a uh prosciutto di parma sandwich update not the name of the sandwich it's called a chicken di parma
1: no uh but that sounds amazing is it a chicken parm with prosciutto
0: essentially it is uh chicken cutlet mozzarella basil evoo, and uh, prosciutto and roasted red peppers
1: that sounds amazing
0: it is simply there's two places near me two really good sandwich places near me that that do them and I'm just positive there's no better sandwich in the world. Whenever someone's like, "Oh, you got to go to the you want the best sandwich in the world?" I'm like, "Let me guess, it's a bad roast beef sandwich." Like so you got to go
1: to <laughs> what? Evan's Roast what Beef is with people that like just insist that a roast beef roast beef sandwich is the greatest thing in the world. I've never had a roast beef sandwich that has like a ceiling higher than like
0: an 8. I, and roast beef sandwiches are awesome. But you get the barbecue sauce going. It's a good time. I feel like any place that does uh, roast beef sandwiches also, for sure, skipped that whole law when it came to trans fats. So like their fries are going to be cuckoo banana banana pants. Like you gotta. uh, That's also a tongue twister. Cuckoo banana pants.
1: Yeah, I think Uh, that people say that all the time.
0: I don't know if that's an expression. That's something like my family's always said. Like uh, oh you're you're being cuckoo banana pants,
1: I just feel like it's uh, like a a favorite roast beef sandwich is a weird thing to have, and everybody fucking has one. Everyone insists that like their favorite roast beef sandwich is the best in the world, and it's it's never it's like it's a good it's a like really good a-
0: roast beef sandwich, yeah, I kinda I don't know like what's it gonna taste different. <laughs> I feel like roast beef. Uh, yeah, there is never like apologists a weird are going to be like, oh, there is different cuts of roast <laughs> beef. Uh, is it rare? Is it this? Like, I look like. Let's be honest. None of us really even know what roast beef is. It's steak cold cuts. We think, right? I no idea. Yeah, I think it's cold steak cold cuts. Right? Cold sure. steak cold cuts with. Uh,
1: this is going to piss some people. <laughs>
0: with, yeah, with like barbecue sauce and honestly. The most important thing. Want to do a a power rankings of uh the most important things in a roast beef sandwich? Yeah. Let's go. Number 1, I think we all agree, the most important thing on a roast beef sandwich, barbecue the bread. sauce. Uh, yeah. The barbecue sauce. I mean, it's got to be the barbecue sauce. Is it and the best barbecue sauce is uh craft. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, KC masterpiece, right? Like the
1: chips. Yes.
0: Number two most important thing.
1: Sweet baby rays. What kind? Yes. Mark Zuckerberg ver- voice. Sweet baby rays. You Did, ever see that supercut? No. You've never seen that video? No. Oh my god! When uh when Zuckerberg was like testing out and showing off the uh the Facebook live streaming option. Yeah. Uh, he like was he was uh he was like um uh doing ribs slow cooking ribs in his backyard and he was so fucking awkward for like three hours and he just kept bringing up sweet baby rays and there's just like a super cut of him saying sweet baby rays like seven thousand times it is the most uncomfortable funniest video in the world oh my god yeah i feel like when someone's like hey look check out this pic." mark zuckerberg surf's weird i'm like i know <laughs> but it's unbelievable that Facebook is worth like four billion dollars, and they keep trotting him out as like he's the face of the company. Yeah, this is like the
0: visionary. Yeah. I mean, dude. I mean, who knows? They'll be saying a few years about you and Marbles. You know, like when you're the CEO of Marbles. I can't even pronounce Marbles. Yeah, like he didn't even know how to pronounce Marbles. <laughs> he and you know, he was the, the the game already existed. He was just like, hey, I'm gonna play this little game, and people freaked out. And
1: now, it's going to be an inspirational tale about a boy who couldn't pronounce the word marbles, but somehow just became the biggest marbles influencer on the planet. Dude, I love, like, I mean, it is,
0: it's inspiring that a random thing like that can blow up like crazy. Like, are you now, are you treating it like, okay, this is part of my life now, or let's make when the going's good, whatever they say, it makes, make, get the going while the, yeah, get your goat when, uh, when the the, the ribs are almost done. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, are you, are you looking at it as like, okay, this is like a GameStop thing. I'm going to do it
1: until it's not fun anymore, but it's been the funnest thing that I've had in my life in like the past month. (laughs) I mean,
0: I put a mental reminder in my mental calendar phone in my head that like, Get on marbles next week. What time do you do
1: it? Uh, well, the Bruins have played the past couple Friday nights, so yeah. right after the Bruins game, it's been like nine thirty. Yeah, go like like okay, nine thirty so. to like one a.m., two a.m.
0: Okay, so I'm working, but I can I can stop in late and and I probably won't win anything because I'll have missed the beginning of it. But I just kind of I don't know. I, I, I mostly want to understand it. It's the and best although time. I, I also kind of like not understanding it, just like this like huge thing and
1: just jump in ask just, a bunch of questions yeah get the lay of the land
0: i feel like they'll be happy to answer For My, sure. mike from Woburn will take care of me lena dunham is in the news again oh boy something yeah. about cats yeah um i don't know what it is i started to read it said i have no idea what this is but this is probably the next episode of brunch uh she's doing a show and they're uh dead cats let's see uh Lena Dunham didn't know her new HBO Max show used real cat corpses. Oh my god, what? In a sense, we never thought we'd need to write, Lena Dunham has issued an apology for her new HBO Max series, Generation, using dead cats in a classroom scene. Variety reports that the conservative high school dramedy wanted to add authenticity to a a biology dissection scene with the aforementioned corpses, a creative decision... That was first outlined in a series of tweets By a friend of a generation staffer This Twitter user alleged that crew members And actors were given no warning about the corpses And the trauma responses Led to two extras quitting HBO Max confirmed to Variety That the dead cats Were indeed real But noted they were all Quote, ethically sourced (laughs) From a Quote, biological supply company That works with schools The streaming service also stated that everyone involved in the scene was informed in advance of the sensitive cat usage, although they deeply regret that this occurred. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're not going to weigh in or give any sort of judgment on this uh, at all because I feel like I need 10 hours to totally understand what I just read. But I don't know, like Lena Dunham always finds herself in some
1: sort of Sometimes it's... Animal it's,
0: controversy. Yeah, yeah, I
1: was going to say, a lot of the times it's involving animals and whether they may or may not be actually dead. Have you seen...
0: There's a picture of her holding Lambie where Lambie has the most human look on his face I've ever seen in my life. I'm going to pull it up because someone sent it to me the other day to illustrate, like, you suck. And this is the... That's the face that, uh, that Lambie had on.
1: So, so that's oh my god! It's just a, it's an old man who just wants to get like, oh. out of there. <laughs> I've never seen a dog look more like please get me out of here. And honestly,
0: like Lena doesn't look happy in the picture no. well, either.
1: Yeah, I don't think I think that like you know how um in sports now the the big thing is like we've mutually agreed to part ways. Yeah yeah lamby and and lena dunham mutually agreed to part ways and
0: i mean we've made countless jokes about like Lambie and like the disappearance of Lambie and everything like if lena dunham didn't want that dog and like wasn't going to care for it she Should a thousand percent away. did the right thing in giving it away um I mean, that was just a classic tweet. The time she said, "I, I wouldn't. I've never even sent back food. Like I'm not a high maintenance person. I wouldn't do this." And then someone said, "Sent back a dog, though." (laughs) That was just. Harmless fun. Speaking of harmless fun, is my buddy's uh, birthday the other night, and uh, we ordered him Domino's every forty-five minutes, so he just constantly had Domino's coming <laughs> to his. That's incredible. We were so happy with ourselves. We were like, "This is the." F-. We were all on a Zoom. We were like, "This is the best." And one of my friends was like, "Best part about it, victimless crime." There's a Domino's right by, by where this guy lives. We're tipping the driver well every time he every time we put in an order. So this driver is having a night short right right like short trips and getting paid probably more than a trip that short would uh would pay and so my friend was like yeah best part about this is a totally victimless crime we were like yeah it is like wait this is this is awesome look at us and my friend was like yeah but like my wife's pregnant and you know like when the like smells with pregnancy oh, can no. be, yeah she was like he was like as soon as the first oh, box no. came she was like hey look i i don't know why you got dominoes but like not doing so hot with this and then we proceed we not knowing this <laughs> like injected f- the fresh smell <laughs> like just did not let that smell dissipate just injected a new <laughs> burst of dominoes after he sent us a picture the next morning of yeah, how many boxes and shit all this dominoes we'd sent to him and like honestly he like he was like picking at the garlic knots he, he didn't have the lava cake which that
1: was that should be the first thing you go for on the birthday yeah, oh yeah that's true cake
0: yeah. yeah and also i we were saying you could say the like Oh, Domino's pizza isn't very good pizza, or Domino's whatever isn't very good whatever. Domino's or uh, lava cake. To go back to the mozzarella discussion, like mozzarella sticks can be unbelievable, or if they're cold, they're they can be totally useless. I can't see lava cake having a no. low floor.
1: No, it's, I feel like it's got to be like it's got to be like a Twinkie, or like you could eat that thing like ten years in the future. <laughs> yeah. And to be like, well, this still this still rules.
0: Then we got into the discussion of whether or not you can see or think about lava cake without thinking of John Fabro's yeah. dirty ass hands. That's so gross. The, yeah, that is yeah. such a gross scene. It's molten, and he like <laughs> throws it in his face. It's molten, you asshole. Oh shit! I got the God's uh, my, I got the Godsmack Wikipedia page <laughs> up on my computer. Let me close that out. I'm sorry, you had to see that. I was just checking where they were from,
1: <laughs> where are they from.
0: Uh, hold on, let me pull up. Jesus. <laughs> uh, I think they're from uh, they're from Massachusetts I forget what town. Lawrence, Massachusetts. They Lawrence, weren't bad, Lawrence. man. They yeah. really weren't bad. Their first album was good. Were you ever a smackhead? No, no, that, that no. sounds like a drug thing. No, That's probably yeah. a you,
1: you're never neither a one. Not Godsmack or actual Smack.
0: Hmm. Godsmack, yeah, Godsmack was good. Their first album, just a lot of, just a lot of like bad Metallica impressions. All you could want. Um, okay, so we've done Dunham, we've done mm. Mott Sticks. all the food
1: talk you could ever want.
0: Uh, then let's do Clownvis <laughs> because there was a viral video this oh, yes. past week where a kid did. Jack and Diane, but all the lyrics are sucking on a chili dog. And it was a fun little video. Very internet-y, right? Extremely internet-y. He sings the whole song. All the lyrics are sucking on a chili dog. And it went viral. And then he responded to it, and he was like, hey, I've seen the tweets, gang. Uh, apparently someone did this before me. I wasn't trying to rip anybody off. Thought of this independently. Uh, so sorry if I offended anybody whatever you can make your own judgments there uh, but the person he did something similar to was uh, a guy named clownvis mm-hmm. and I didn't do any work in looking up this guy other than watching his performance of it which was way better than this kids did you watch his performance I watched
1: his performance um, the, the a lot of it is is much better but where uh, where the kid sort of shines is when he uh, does he like puts a bunch of his own vocals? Oh yeah, over the, the breakdown so, the yeah, old yeah. Let It Rock, Let It Roll section. Yeah, yeah, that one was very good.
0: Yeah, so I mean, yeah, both these videos were great. Kudos to everybody involved. uh But this Clownvis
1: guy, by the way, the, we have to explain that the Clownvis guy is like a, a hybrid clown Elvis.
0: <laughs> Honestly, that was the only thing I want to talk about with this okay. guy. Yeah, this this cl- Clownvis guy. uh Quote tweeted with, like, hey, thanks for everybody reaching out, whatever. Uh, this kid says he didn't copy me, and I'm choosing to believe him. Uh, have a great day, everybody. Like, best of luck to this kid in the future.
1: And I was like, what a good guy this clown but this he did, is. But he did say, if I see, if, if <laughs> yeah. I see him uh, performing as a clown in dive bars, then we're going to have some real problems. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't do any more research on this guy other than, like,
0: there's a guy... <laughs> that's <laughs> elvis and just makes himself a clown and performs in dive bars which is incredible that is a hilarious like imagine going to some dive bar and you're like who's that guy on stage there's like an elvis clown impersonator i'm just really into the uh the uh like clown meme culture whenever anybody makes fun of themselves by posting the thing of the person putting on clown yeah. makeup
1: I laugh. It's It's got a lot of new life recently after uh, the Joker. The yeah, Joker that's movie true. That really, really picked up. There was a lot of like the uh, applying the makeup as oh, yeah. the Joker. Um, now there's, uh, did you see the, the new trailer for the Justice League recut? No. Jared Leto's Joker does the line. He does the, we live in a society. They just like ripped that off from the Joker movie. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my Insane. God. Um, but yeah, it's the, uh, I thought the funniest thing about the clown vesting was that like this guy does this fucking absurd bit, like an absolutely absurd bit. Yeah. And then like, just gets to be like, Hey, this motherfucker stole my bit.
0: Right. That, because that is such a, I don't know, it, the kid on the internet doing it kind of made sense, but like. A real person, which for whatever reason I'm considering Clownvis to be more so than a, a kid on the internet, like I could see some like weird ass performer, uh, like just coming up with that. I don't know. Like I feel like they kind of exist in their own space. Like the I don't think when he did it, he was like, "I'm gonna do Jack and Diane." But it's all just sucking on a chili dog. I think his brain kind of conjured it up differently. Yeah. But a person on the internet is like, okay, I'm making a Jack and Diane joke. How do we do it? Obviously, it's going to follow the popular internet format of blank except
1: blank. Right. We did that with Imagine Dragons. Yeah. But it's every lyric is just a young gun.
0: <laughs> yeah, Thunder, but all the lyrics are just a young gun. I saw every now and then someone will quote tweet that. Someone was like, I D K Y. Everybody loves Raymond is on this, and I was like, that's your problem
1: <laughs> uh that that uh, and um the the uh mama Mia Dunkirk mashup are definitely our two most quote tweeted like, oh yeah. every like couple months there's like a quote tweet, and I remember that that video exists.
0: Oh, I mean, I almost participated in the name a random line from a movie oh, yeah. that people who have seen it will get look we're doing a soft rule where we don't complain about twitter anymore you know our thoughts on prompt twitter Mm -hmm. it is an especially stupid although honestly now i'm like i think it's like tied with just every other version of twitter it's a it's a pretty stupid uh segment I'm of I'm starting to Twitter. come around
1: on it though, because I think people are getting sick of prompt Twitter and they're yeah. just fucking making jokes every time there's prompt Twitter. <laughs> oh yeah. So, so like I'm kinda coming back around on I prompt mean, Twitter. You had a great one. I, I I thought about doing that like on my on on like the main <laughs> on the on the main TL. <laughs> yeah. But I uh but I figured that somebody had already made that joke and I just didn't want people to be like, You stole this. Clay. At Clownbus next time. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I just responded to you with the, uh, like, name a movie line. I like, I'm the Joker, baby. <laughs> um, people were doing that with,
0: like, I mean, some of the lines. I, it said, name a random movie line.
1: Yeah, people were, like, literally doing the most famous lines from certain movies. Like, oh, very popular movies. Oh,
0: yeah. I, I saw The Taken. Uh, I saw that the, the Taken monologue, I saw like a lot of a, just like signature, this is that movie. And uh, so I posted that, the thing of the prompt to be like, hey, none of these lines have been random. And then people started responding uh, because I, they clearly didn't read my words. They just looked at that thing and they were like, ooh, a prompt. Uh, and then they would give whatever obvious thing. But if I did participate in that, I was gonna use like hella Tanya lines, like <laughs> yeah. just awesome mom mia lines. But even if I were to say have him washed, uh, have him uh, washed and brought to my tent, is that even like random?
1: What's the one? Oh oh, oh be, be still, still my, my beating vagina. vagina. <laughs> yeah yeah, that one would have been the one.
0: <laughs> yeah, there are hella lines you could use there. But yeah, but once once people. St- I I was dying last night. You said I'm the Joker, baby. Somebody said, "All right, all right, all right." <laughs> <laughs> Someone said, "Like hey, like hey, like here, are Jaws or something." <laughs>
1: Just fake ass lines from movies, awesome. and that yeah. Then I was like, "Man, like how do we do that's, this?" That's and, when prompt Twitter like. This is my call to brunch listeners. Yeah. I don't often do this, but like brunch listeners, anytime you see a prompt Twitter tweet, respond with the dumbest. <laughs> fuck it up. Dumbest. Yeah. Please <laughs> fuck it up and tag us in it. Fuck it up, fam. Yeah. Uh, when my friend
0: got one of the boxes of Domino's, I, the, I chose Extravaganza and it what just had that? everything on it. Oh, and he God. was like, so can I ask, is this an actual like type of pizza they make? Or did you just say "fuck it <laughs> up, fam"? Because it had like, yeah, like ham, salami, onions, oh, uh, olives, like hamburger, like I think like there was some like tortilla chips, like I don't know, crazy stuff. Barbecue but, sauce, sweet baby Ray's, yeah, uh, KC masterpiece, craft barbecue sauce. I mean, when I was a kid, man, we didn't when we had stuff with barbecue sauce. They were just, like, the bottle of, like, craft barbecue sauce, right? I don't think... How, how long has Sweet Baby Ray's been around?
1: Probably longer than we would imagine, but, like, I think that you, as an adult, you're like, oh, Sweet Baby Ray's.
0: Right. It's... I, I don't know. It just seems like a kind of new uh, new advancement. Another thing I didn't know, this is crazy, uh, Time Crisis brought this up. I had no clue about this. You know that iced coffee, like, wasn't always around? Mm. iced coffee took off in the 90s really isn't that fucking crazy and they like tracked down they ended up getting into like what was the first reference of iced coffee on friends Uh because they're obviously right, always doing coffee, coffee on that yeah. show and the first one was uh ben stiller uh you know when he's dating rachel yeah and he, uh, he's big like
1: psychopath what's
0: in the cup ross
1: oh yeah yeah that, yeah.
0: that was the first uh that was the first reference uh to iced coffee and apparently like in rhode island there is a thing called coffee milk and that was a popular thing for a long time maybe it still is it's like a regional thing but what is it basically just like a like a it's coffee like coffee, coffee milk? syrup okay. type of thing but yeah certain things i mean obviously uh high fives weren't around until i think it was the 70s or something like that it always blows my mind things uh that just like become. That just like didn't they like yeah. you assume it always happened like, I don't know, like being nice to celebrities like you were <laughs> like oh like that just clearly didn't, brand new that just didn't exist um yeah I, I don't want to I mean obviously like the David Letterman Lindsay Lohan uh, that interview I, I you're like did not remember did not recall that so that's it it's just because that's we just saw that shit and we did not nobody was like. Hey, that is so fucked up. So, and I'm glad that we're more compassionate in the moment now. It's just horrible, though. That like I remember it was like, oh, Lindsay Lohan went off the deep end or has drug problems or whatever. Like she did, <laughs> but yeah. like that wasn't. Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm gonna. I don't want to waste time and point out things that we all obviously understand now, but it is just fucking crazy that.
1: That, that was like horrifying. People were that cruel. Yeah. That was horrifying to like go back and watch that because not only was he like a, like a, just like a dick and very insensitive about her clear issues, but like blindsided her. Yeah. The, she was like, we did not agree to talk about and this. And she's saying like, hey, like you're being mean right, right
0: now. And everyone's like, oh, she's she, giving it back to him a little. She handled
1: it as well as anybody in that situation could have handled it.
0: Yeah. Shit, man. So. Good for her.
1: Yeah, shout out Lindsay Lohan.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously you hope for the best. I heard her come up because people were talking about that she's on uh, cameo. That oh, is she? You can get a, you can get her on cameo. What's the Gilbert Godfrey cameo thing, by the way? Uh,
1: he did uh, somebody, some Hurricanes fan, like uh, did a cameo where like he was now he just like did like a, a like a thing like pumping up the Hurricanes and he. It, I mean, it wasn't that funny. No, I mean it was he, like he's saying he's said, saying fuck a lot. Yeah, he said motherfucker like a lot of times. Yeah,
0: I I mean I've been seeing it though. That's a good move. That person was trying to build some sort of I don't know. The, you know how the hurricanes are? They always they always need
1: their cute little thing. <laughs> oh, God, somebody asked. Us what that. is with
0: that franchise, man? They uh, it's not an insult. Like I'm I, I was for the bunch of jerks thing and everything, but it's kind of like okay every year now. What's the thing that's going to make think, us say, "Oh, the hurricanes are just they're just they're unlike everybody they're else." They're just addicted to clout. That is it. That they is it. They are addicted to clout. They got their taste. They got yeah. that little contact high.
1: Somebody want somebody in my Twitch chat today wanted us to do um uh, uh, an update for uh shitty NHL gifts. Oh, wait, gifts or like shitty NHL podcast thing. Well, they said NH- we need an update for shitty NHL gifts. Uh, and I said, "How about a podcast?"
0: I was going to say, <laughs> I mean, Definitely fair to say we should do something from
1: shitty NHL gifts, because I, don't, I haven't done one in a while. Have you? Yeah, I did uh, one. I did uh, the, doing one on Super Bowl, and then uh, oh, yeah. I did the only Super Bowl I care about, and then I had uh, the John Tortorella one, where I just posted a picture of John Tortorella in a bench in a park. Oh, and yeah. People love that one.
0: We should do more of... I, I feel like the the pointing hockey fan, Leo, is an untapped resource. You
1: crush it, so that's all you.
0: Yeah, not to not not to brag that that one was was a deej. I don't like I don't even know if it blew up or anything. Probably not, but I think that decorating pointing Leo is uh, is a, a fun endeavor. I don't know. Oh, I thought of yo. Let's just yeah. Let's talk about your honor. I have so many. I'm not going to lose another son. Oh yeah, memes Trust ready me, to go. <laughs> and so far. I think only, like, legitimately two people are into it or have, like, tweeted at me about, like, are you going to lose another son? Like, is Stuhlbar going to lose another son? Like, so it doesn't seem like there's a big opportunity there, Mm -hmm. but I can promise you there's a lot of material there. (laughs) So I'm stuck in, I mean, what do you do? What am I just going to sit on?
1: We got to write an alternate ending.
0: Where he loses another son, or or where where it remains in question whether or not he's going to lose another son. Yeah. What if uh, Eugene shoots Adam, uh, the family goon is like, everybody get down. And Eugene's like, Carlo, hold this. (laughs) (laughs) And the cops come and they say, what's going on here? And they cut to Stoolbargain and he's like... "Mm." (laughs) And it's a cliffhanger, like, is Stoolbar going, is Jimmy Baxter going to lose another son?
1: Um, I do love the idea of, like, you know how, like, sometimes miniseries become full-fledged series, and they, like, have to keep spinning the wheels and and, uh, riding themselves in circles? Yeah. It's just Carlo is always on the verge of just being lost.
0: (laughs) Yo, not as lost as that show. I mean, it's... Very lost. This is, it's very bittersweet to see this show
1: end. I th- we we both loved this show. We know it's not good. I loved the experience of the show. I, it, I, I sent out a tweet after the final and a finale, and I was like, "This show was a riveting ride, but it was very annoying, and it didn't make a lot of sense." I mean, it definitely didn't make a lot of sense. It was
0: so riveting. I was uh, my my buddy Tom Giles asked recently, like, how many things hold your attention completely without the phone like well, and, and, what movies are you watching without the phone in your hand what do you watching? and i said i am basically in the tv when i'm watching <laughs> yeah. your honor i am all upon that thing yeah
1: it's it's uh it's like a very rare experience for me to like have a tv show that i'm fully invested in fully uh get, gets my full attention like i shut off all the lights every yes, sunday Yes, right it's, it's an on. event it's like, an event it's got all my attention and i look forward to it Five six days in advance. Yeah, I
0: mean, I I didn't know that Showtime stuff comes on. Uh, I'd hated that. At when midnight. you
1: midnight, me, yeah, I hated so that.
0: I texted you late Saturday night. Obviously, it was Sunday morning by now. Uh, I I was a little uh, I was a little like Saturday nightly impaired, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, my night's done. I can wind this down. Or um, and by my night's done, like I was done playing poker on Zoom with my friends. And I was like, usually I don't fall asleep for a little bit. Oh, I can watch Your Honor right now?
1: And An old Your Honor episode. What's that? An old Your Honor episode no. where you were looking to watch the new one.
0: Yeah, what did lead me like, to How that? did you discover that? How did I learn?
1: Would, yeah.
0: Huh. This this could be like a Your Honor-like mystery. How we could have happen? Costello <laughs> solve it and bring in the most uh, comically memorable like tragic war hero figure or uh comically out of the circumstances of that war vet remembering everything so perfectly for just specifically that day. Yeah. Uh, because like this is a, a person who seemingly like doesn't have a phone and this is COVID time. So yeah. like crazy stuff, like in a time that's very conceivable for everybody to not know what day it is this like th- this character is perfectly structured to only remember this specific day and that's the day that out of 365 they <laughs> yeah. just need this one person to not know vividly
1: yep and like it was sub- they had like this whole scene this whole storytelling scene where like this guy is going through great performance great performance yeah. but i couldn't pay attention to any of it because the entire time i was just like Oh, this guy's just going to tell the date. He's going to tell the date. He's going to ruin the whole thing. Right? It's, you could. It was fucking telegraph from a mile away. that His only purpose was to, to say they weren't here on the day that they said they were here.
0: Yeah, uh, I'll say this on the going to watch it and like calling it up on the TV. Every time I see pulling up Your Honor on the TV and seeing its audience score every time is like checking dogecoin. <laughs> it's the best. I'll be like your honor. 44%. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Holy shit. It's it amazing.
0: 44% last I checked. Like so people watch it and they say bad. They say this is n- not a good show.
1: Yeah, I think I mean from the the responses that I've got on Twitter, a, a lot of people just didn't like it at all. I saw a little pushback of like why is everyone hating on your honor? I'm like
0: I, I don't feel like I'm hating on it. I Love it, and I quite frankly want more of it. I do wish Eugene hand off the gun. There is
1: like a weird scale of like judgment for your honor, because like if somebody says like you got to watch this show, it's amazing. Yeah, I'll like I'll judge them. I'll be like, really? Yeah, you think the show is amazing? Has got like laughably bad writing at a lot of points. Uh, but also, like if somebody's like, this show fucking sucks i be like, what are you talking about? Yeah, the show is gripping. Yeah, I'm like, you watch the show.
0: Um, someone tagged us in a tweet of somebody who is. I, I'm happy for this person that they feel loved this way. The finale, but it was the exact opposite of how I viewed Your Honor, which was like, took a few episodes to get going, but or like, yeah, like didn't get going until four or five episodes in. But Your Honor was incredible tv and like uh brian Cranston, Cranston does it again and i was something. like oh like i feel like we got the rug pulled out from under us four or five episodes in yeah like it was uh, like really yeah. setting up something great yes and then the house blew up and you're like interesting let's <laughs> yeah. see where this goes oh yeah, we're just gonna go off the rails it was
1: the it was the night of experience where like the first episode was fucking yeah. incredible set up a uh a, like a really high ceiling and then as it went along you're like oh this is this is this is going off the rails a little bit yeah uh so um, and the, i will say the finale didn't save anything like it did there was no uh, there was no uh like course correction in the finale it just kind of steered into being ridiculous
0: no and it left everything <laughs> yeah, unsolved yeah when they spent when they were still on the trial with I don't know, like 15 left? minutes to go. Yeah, I think it, I, I checked. Uh, I think it was eight minutes left when uh, Jimmy calls um, Michael mm-hmm. and says, hey, like, come over and see what I'm going to do to your son. That was eight minutes left. And it was. I was like, oh, boy, we're in for an action-packed eight minutes. But also... How did we spend all this time on everything else? Right. How or, or, well, everything else is literally one other thing.
1: Yeah. Just the trial. Yeah, just the trial, which is crazy. Like one thing that we knew was going to be happening yeah. for like the entire series. Uh yeah, I mean, they just well, I guess this this will bleed into the to the next uh exercise. Yeah. I want to rank the the most unnecessary slash like loose end uh loose ends. Uh, of the show, because there are so many elements that in hindsight, given the full picture, yeah. extremely unnecessary to the show. I think probably at the
0: top of a lot of people's list, because it, this was this was the most egregious one, because there were already way too many storylines happening, mm-hmm. and then they introduced another one that likely wasn't going to be solved, and that's the wife affair thing. Yes. That's the most infuriating. It's Why crazy. Did you Crazy. Pack that in there at the last second, like okay, we got to get this in there, and then not tell us anything about it. And we should say when we talk about these unresolved storylines, we are not misinterpreting red herrings. This is just the show not knowing what it was doing. Yes, like this wasn't like a ooh, well, given the affair thing, so they maybe they're thrown off the scent. Like no, we are just simply trying to to follow a- any storyline at all. Please.
1: Yes, yeah the uh, the affair one was is definitely I think at the at, Close to the very top because it was introduced so late yeah. and served literally no purpose. Yeah. No purpose at all. Uh, for me, uh, the COVID introduction with like three or four episodes left to go also served no purpose other than to advance the, the, the plot lines where it was convenient.
0: Right, where he could say, hey, I get to be alone with this witness right now. Yeah, COVID stuff infuriating. Um, There's the cops and desire connection. Mm -hmm. But also, this is like the the biggest one I want to bring to the table, Carlo's relationship with desire. He has he has a business relationship with Desire in this. He just walks into their clubhouse. He walks in their clubhouse and he's making deals with them <laughs> and everything and then the entire trial is about now as you know Carlo Baxter and Desire Hate are mortal <laughs> enemies, yeah. nearly kill each other all the time. You're like, "Excuse me, <laughs> they are we supposed to forget that they were just in business? they make No acknowledgement of, like, oh, by the way, he was also working with them. That isn't some, ooh, like, he's going behind Jimmy's back. Like, No, no. He has the bad relationship with Desire, not Jimmy. Right. Yet, for whatever reason, he's just able to go make business deals with them, and they have no problem. Also, uh, shout out uh, Big Mo. We got this week's uh, Atlanta. I Hate Atlanta but you know what I hate more than Atlanta oh. line, which was, I think you're bluffing. Yeah, you're bluffing. Can smell the bluff on you. And I'm like, yo, hi. Okay. You just, how many times are you going to fucking say that? <laughs> right. she, But she says, what did she say? She says like, I can smell the bluff on you. Like, and I legitimately, if, if I'm saying anything inappropriate, I do not know what this means, but she said something to the effect of like mustard, on a w h o r e
1: yeah i don't know, no idea,
0: and i i don't know what that means, but it it had like a very like like a colloquialism thing, and then Lee, whose accent was really bleeding in this episode, her accent was really I coming through, notice. yeah, uh just kind of moves on with the conversation and i'm like are there are they like giggling as they write these scripts <laughs> like it's like the uh Mintz plasse in uh in role models
1: mm-hmm.
0: when he's like say say whispering eye <laughs> say wh- get whispering eye in there like th- 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 i feel like once an episode they're like okay There's now Stubarg is going to be really really serious with him and then for like 25 seconds he's going to talk about how he doesn't like uh i don't know canada no atlanta he doesn't like atlanta specific examples of why he doesn't like atlanta but even more than that he doesn't like people who don't keep their words <laughs> I have no idea how they got some of this dialogue into the show.
1: Uh, another one, uh, going off of the the Carlo the Carlo Baxter thing with desire. Chet Hanks, pretty useless. Yeah, what? Like pretty did, useless. So did did he die? What happened? Did did Michael kill him? Never went back to it. Uh, they they. Uh, it seemed like Chet Hanks' purpose was going to be to rat out Carlo. Yeah, which would have would have been fine like would have served its purpose and things like that but like it ultimately looks like they just had his character waste like 25 to 30 minutes of one episode yeah and just didn't go anywhere from there
0: and that gets us to I mean, again like there you could be pissed off that this is that why they throw in the affair storyline why did you throw the most inexplicable thing in this entire show is how did he throw the case? There is no way that jury yeah. isn't convicting. No. They, 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 they showed the video. Nothing ended up happening that you'd say, okay, well, he's changed their mind. I, I had to watch it twice. The thing with the note, the yeah. juror's note, that leads to um, the defense attorney saying, well, look, it's on. I should have thought to include this, but now that it's been brought up,
1: let's do it. All that leads to is them playing the nine one one call, which like, how would that even come into play there? Because it's not, they're not right. They're, they're, they're not just like charged. character
0: assassi- assassination of Kofi Jones, which right, Kofi Jones could have been a really bad person, which obviously like we know because we saw the show. Uh, we know that he wasn't, and that it was a setup. But the jury there isn't isn't supposed to be uh, concerned with whether Kofi Jones was bad to to Rocco or whomever. It's about whether or not he was murdered by Carlo. Right. And,
1: I mean... And by the way, like, if we're talking... We talked about uh, the undoing and how it was the worst lawyer performance of all time. Yeah. Uh, How about Carlo? I mean, like, ultimately, it ended up working out. He got off... Yeah, yeah, you guys are supposed to be rich, yeah. But, like, how does that guy not realize that there are cameras... That show the door not shutting behind, yeah, and also not realizing that the door locks in a jail cell when yeah. it closes. They, oh, there were so many times during that trial that I was like, like "How is this?" That's the your mans. lawyer on the on the on retainer,
0: right? Right. This is your guy who also defended him the last time when he went uh, to jail, right? When <laughs> yeah. I was going to say like when he nearly killed that kid, but also was convicted, <laughs> yeah. Um More Tierney's want to switch it up there Jimmy. More Tierney's character was uh I thought she was fine. Yeah, excessive. A bit uh a I bit cartoonish was, for a yeah, lawyer. I think that
1: was like her her like thing though. It's like this this lady doesn't play by the rules. Right.
0: Right. I mean and I guess they needed to it, it furthered it to have the um the prosecution be like not only are we not afraid of this kid, we hate this kid more than anything. And <laughs> yeah. We're going to take him down. More a tyranny's character she, when she called him the c word.
1: Oh my god! And the in a court of law, I was like, wow. Also, I mean, obviously, it was returned. Right, it was volleyed back in, in into his side of the court. But like, Jesus,
0: yeah, uh, that's also unbelievable. That with how horrible he was, right when the uh, um when the defense attorney is trying to coach him, basically give him a script and he's like being a tough guy and everything. He's like, I'm not saying I was terrified. Then he goes and gives like a tear jerking, like riveting
1: Oscar worthy performance.
0: Right. And then the second she's like, uh, excuse me, I have a question. He snaps and (laughs) calls her the C word. I
1: was like, this is just such an unbelievable character and unbelievable performance. But, Uh, I mean we got it if we're talking about unnecessary things got to throw this one in there too uh, n- absolutely no need for the pedophile teacher storyline Yeah absolutely no need for it it only served to tell Charlie yeah that Adam did the thing which could have been done in a million different ways I mean
0: Adam confides in the teacher that he did it he goes out to lunch with there's a scene where he goes out to lunch with Charlie Yes could have just yep put that right <laughs> in there
1: or like or brian cranson who just like had a million opportunities to tell charlie like obviously he doesn't want to right but like they're the longest bestest friends apparently and he just i it's it's insane that they introduced not only like a a separate side storyline to get there and when they could have done it a million different ways they introduced like a very sensitive like very unnecessary way yeah yeah To push the envelope, kind of. I
0: did have a uh, Leo pointing at the uh, title of the show moment. This isn't the title of the show, but um, when Charlie is explaining to Costello that um, it was Adam, he's like, could you imagine what would have happened if uh, they knew it was Adam? It would have been an eye for an eye. A son for a son. Yeah. I was like, "That's the name of the show." Kinda like <laughs> I don't know. Like it was just like so. It was just so. You're watching a show about some high stakes, about a judge who will do anything to protect his son against that guy, who's not lo- you lose another <laughs> son. Yeah, know, there were just a lot of moments in this show where good actors, like that's not a like I'm I didn't I don't see that and I'm like. Ah, trash job, Isaiah Whitlock. I'm just always going after the dialogue and the writing in this show. But yeah, (laughs) would have been an eye for an eye. Son for a (laughs) son. It was like, eh,
1: Also, it was never revealed who was in that black SUV. Yeah. That was just like speeding at Adam, saw him back at the scene of the crime. Yeah. Very strange.
0: Um, Here's one, and it ties into the COVID thing. This is probably my favorite uh, observation. Uh, Does the COVID storyline boost the resale value of the Mariano Rivera autograph? Because memorabilia and cards and everything have been skyrocketing during
1: COVID. So, like, I don't... And they were huge on him being the greatest closer of all time.
0: Yeah, it was a bit of an infomercial for Mariano <laughs> Rivera, <laughs> yeah. if we're being honest. And I mean, that being sold without any sort of... uh executive producer credits on the, the show. Yeah, they, they, there was nothing there that... Uh, what's it called? A certificate of authenticity or anything? Nope, definitely not. Yeah, just a baseball that was seemingly signed by Mariano Rivera that how rich is Judge... Desiato rolling around he's in just a Volvo? Got, like it's a fucking water bottle <laughs> yeah. just rolling around in his car just uh oh, there's mariano rivera well his son baseball. lives in
1: like a like a pool house so they have money insane yeah and
0: he was able to uh he was going to uh, get that guy that boat yep for 200 grand and initially he yeah remember he went to take out like just like okay hey, Two hundred grand, please. They're like, well, that's an awful lot of money to be taken out. He's like, you gotta be kidding! I took out two hundred grand like last fucking month, man. Oh, there's no way Adam's mailbox is full. When oh, he calls Adam, yeah, guys no, like, I'm not. like, that kid has no absolutely mills. not,
1: no chance. Also, uh, the the Baxter security detail outside of the hotel.
0: Yeah. Just,
1: uh, one number one. Very aggressive in keeping Michael out. It's a hotel after all.
0: Yeah, he could have just been like, I'm staying here. Right. Yeah. And he
1: also could have been he also could have said, Hey, Jimmy Baxter literally invited me here. Please let me in.
0: Oh yeah, that is yeah. That is
1: very true. He oh. said, Come on over. <laughs> yeah. Never once thought to say, Hey, uh, I got the personal invite. And number two, security detail just completely
0: let Eugene. Oh, walk yeah, true. Yeah, they were like, This guy's mad. Let's all turn towards him <laughs> yeah. and away from anybody who's walking in. Uh, Would, I wrote this down, but I don't know if it's a good question. Would Adam dating Fia mess up the trial at all? I don't think so. Really? So like the, the son of the
1: judge is dating. I I would hope so. The defendant's sister. I would that's hope, crazy. I would hope that it, it would affect it because right. that would at least explain Adam's motivations to try to date the sister of the kid that he killed. Yeah, I mean that that's a some that's yeah. a real I don't know what's going, going on like with shit. I mean
0: he he clearly wanted to be caught. Yes. But yeah. Uh this was uh let's see what else. Comps is uh another unresolved thing, Jimmy Baxter's issue with Atlanta. Um the roar from carlo oh yeah that was a little don't need that again nope that was quite not good but again the biggest thing i'll go back to is there is no way they don't convict carlo no and we're but we're just supposed to buy like okay he threw it we're like but how
1: right after all that after all we saw yeah and we're supposed to believe that that they were just like Nah.
0: When he said... Uh, when Also, when Jimmy says to Michael, So, you got a house? You got a son? You got blah, blah, yeah. blah. Do you have a move? I was like, Has this exact scene already happened? <laughs> like <I> just, <laughs> Yeah, it's when he revealed that he hated fucking Atlanta. Is that when he says that? Yeah, basically. So I, I was like, Either the show's predictable... Or repetitive enough that I just get constant deja vu watching the interactions with well, these two yeah, I
1: mean one of my big takeaways was that like the undoing did that whole series in like four or five episodes, and I thought that that sort of helped it because up until the finale, every episode we were like, Damn, this is moving pretty quick, yeah, and like a lot of shit's happening they gotta wrap they gotta wrap this up in episode five. this series would have been. Much better served to be like five episodes. Oh, yeah. We could have... We wouldn't have had to hear the fucking eight stories about how uh, Brian Cranston married his wife. Yeah. Oh, my God. We could have cut out like so much fat. And there was so much fat on this series. And is... is, But I don't think that I would have liked it as much. Is there supposed
0: to be some sort of Walter White character development in this show? Where like we're supposed to think like he's a completely different guy now. He's constantly lying to everybody. He's constantly bullshitting them. His like when he's hugging Adam when he's talking about how he broke his yeah. wife's ribs, and uh, then they're goofing around and he hugs him and he's like, "Oh, why would you do that?" And he's, I'm like, I don't know if he's playing. If he's like bullshitting right now but I also just don't care because I I don't fucking trust this show. It's not that I don't trust his character. I don't trust that the show knows what
1: it's doing. No, definitely not. Um, And yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't, if they tried to to make it seem that way, it didn't really feel like it. And I'm, I'm not sure if it's because like, Well, we didn't really know the judge. Yeah. It all happened very quickly. And like he was very quick to cover everything up. Yeah. But he was. I mean, he did become like very manipulative very quickly. It is. But he also did have like towards the end in the last few episodes, there were like a lot of moments of him. For lack of a better term, dick measuring with uh, with Jimmy Baxter.
0: Yeah. I liked those scenes. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I liked, I liked the, uh, yeah, I liked those
1: little "you're not so hot yourself" moments. But, I, but I don't know if those were supposed to be like his Heisenberg moments.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I saw someone mention this. We can't really compare him to Walter White because every Walter White did everything right, and literally. I think like everything he did fail everything uh Michael Desiato does fails mm-hmm. like him fucking up that that the whole day thing with the guy at the uh at the graveyard not working out is that is incredible odds for that to for that to fail right, and just everything he did failed, I guess other than he gets away with uh killing the guy with the, they bought
1: the boat for. Yes,
0: right. Like that's really it. And whatever he does with uh Chet Hayes or Hanks depending on uh which
1: which version of that guy. Well, I mean, he he got the he got the case successfully. Yeah, but it didn't really make sense. It would have been, I think it would have been a lot more palatable had like the it had been like a mistrial. Had he orchestrated
0: a mistrial. Right. Right. That, yeah that would have made a lot more sense that seems yeah that seems or just more like, a, like hung a jury yeah I don't know um how do you feel about uh the maybe that they they go full Shakespeare with how they kind of tie it up with mm-hmm. that Adam ends up dying mm-hmm. I was like it' I I, I don't mean to just always complain about everything with the show because I again I really loved it I was on the edge of my seat Um, but it just seemed more out of like a movie or a play than out of this show
1: yeah and it it also felt like like because of how much um like convenient things that they had done throughout the course of the series it's very fucking convenient that yeah. Eugene would go to shoot Carlo he moves out of the way at the last second and, like it didn't feel like they earned the right to have that ending yes i agree i agree um it's just they've had they were they had so many eye roll moments before that finale that it was, like, and and they do done so many ridiculous things. Like, if if it had been on, like, the straight, like, a straight thing where it was, like, okay, it's just, there hasn't been a lot of, like, eye roll moments. There haven't been a lot of, like, come on, this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Where, like, if they have that twist at the end. Right. That would have been kind of been, that would, we wouldn't yeah. have seen it coming. Exactly. We would exactly. have been, like, god damn, wow. Right. How did you react when you saw it? I was well, I saw it coming. Like, it, it was easy to see coming when, once you had the gun, walked in there. I was like, he's going to shoot Adam. He's oh, gonna, you did? Yeah. I was like, he's, like, he's going to shoot. He's going to try to shoot. I didn't know whether he was going to try to shoot Jimmy or Carlo. Uh-huh. That was the big thing up in the air. But I knew that he was going to try to shoot one of them. He was going to miss and he was going to kill Adam.
0: I mean, they definitely telegraph it with Adam standing behind yeah.
1: Carlo. But and, I, and having what's his name outside. Like, that was the big tell for me. Having uh, having oh, yeah, Michael to there yeah. to see it, yeah. yeah. How does he end up getting in? Do we? He doesn't. He watches from the outside. But then he's holding. Uh, yeah. Then he runs in because everybody after the uh, gunshot, everything's leaves. crazy.
0: Yeah. Everyone runs out. He's like, Here's now. Can I go <laughs> yeah. in?" And they're like, "Fine." And he's like, "Well, that wasn't so hard, was it?" <laughs> Jesus. You know, I know your boss. We talk all the time. I'll uh, I'll let him know about this. Yeah,
1: I, I'm gonna miss it. I'm gonna miss it. I want the, uh, I want a season two. It's a it's a rarity because like there are bad shows. but yeah. Bad shows aren't in are always interesting, and like interesting or like good shows aren't always interesting. Yeah. There is always something to talk about with this show, which is why I'm gonna miss it. Yeah. And always something to make fun of. I really enjoy. Being able to make fun of things that I like because it doesn't feel mean spirited. Right. Yes. Yes.
0: Totally. I, um, and I, I loved the Jimmy Baxter character that was just stoolbarg, stoolbarg, all over the place. Like, I, I, I was not a big fan of Michael's character. I think really the only character that I truly liked, yeah, was, uh, was stoolbarg's. Um, I liked Charlie.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but I, I didn't. I don't think that Charlie had like a, a real opportunity to I was, flex. G-
0: right, I was going to say it was kind of like the um, movies do this all the time, where like the character has a best friend, so whenever he, he needs there to be a best friend, we'd be like, "See, it's the best friend," but you don't actually see enough of their relationship that it feels like they're just kind of throwing it in there. Uh, Star is born did that with uh, Dave Chappelle. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah Where are yep, just yep. like he would just like. Go to visit him when he needed like a a best friend moment or like hey I need th- this is the person uh, that's looking out for me everybody
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm like well then why isn't he ever around when <laughs> nice. they're doing shit
1: yeah but I, think- I mean like for for stars born I can understand that because like they were best friends they were they toured together and all that and like then they just went their separate ways but like that you can go back you ha- have that person that you can go back to when you really need him but like Michael Desiato and Charlie yeah fucking live in the same city. We never saw them do anything that would suggest that they were best friends outside of being like, "You're my best friend, my oldest friend." Yeah,
0: so much of the conversation. What did he says, like, "Why didn't you tell me, my friend?" Yeah, I think he yeah. legitimately says that. Like, so if you're watching, it, you're like, "So what's the dilemma here?" Oh, it'd be a son for a son. Okay, and how do these two know each other? Ah, it's his friend. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they, they use Charlie's character to just like tell everybody to, just as like a kind of like timekeeping device. Like, okay, so if you just tuning in, son for a sun type situation, not going to go get like, la- oh, well, if it isn't my friend, the judge. <laughs> Hello, your honor.
1: <laughs> I do think that it's very funny that they had like zero outside characters other than like the people that they that they had in the show. Obviously, like... When when Adam gets into college and they go out to dinner and it's like fucking all of Michael's friends and like the detective Oh yeah this <laughs> is like a reason <laughs> to, to go out to dinner and have a fucking party during COVID. They just invite everybody in the show. <laughs> the table is like it's
0: like Michael's coworkers, uh yeah, Costello, uh, the the father of the guy blackmailing him. Like the guy that's <laughs> the like mother-in-law. Yeah, that the, the mother-in-law is there. Uh, the, the war veteran, <laughs> um, the, the 911 operator, <laughs> uh, it's like, you guys have all met Maura Tierney, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, and uh, excuse me, uh, henchman of Baxter family, if you would pass the salt, that's such a good call that
1: table, every time they all get together, it's just everybody they do from that the show. shit they do that shit twice because they have the like they the have family one the, dinner f- yeah at the house they do that shit twice they do it on Adam's graduation and then we're led to believe that Adam would have a fucking full voicemail inbox when he couldn't have a single yeah. friend at his own fucking college graduation party or college induction party that was kind of breaking ba- breaking bad breaking bad would do that where they'd be like
0: hey we have good news hank and marie get over here like we're celebrating yeah but at least they're like their family yeah that's true yeah i don't know all all of their gatherings are just them them plus hank and marie and i mean i'm cool with that that's awesome you just only have the people that you like around but holy smokes yeah that is such a good call they're just like all right who else is in this show (laughs) um should we get the defense attorney?
1: Let's get, let's
0: get the defense attorney. It'd be rude to have no idea what he's doing. Yeah, be, fucking, he's he's never going to turn down a free meal. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be rude. I mean, if uh, Maura Tierney's going to go talking about how she was, she's going to go blabbing and it's going to get back to him. He's going to feel rotten. Let's get uh, uh, Chet. Look, you're, 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 you're skin and bones. Would you eat something? <laughs> Would you eat something? Here, have some water. So no more, no more, your honor. But you mentioned uh, the Joker. Earlier. The Cruella Deville trailer drops tomorrow.
1: Oh hell yes. With yeah. Emma Stone.
0: Emma Stone. Yeah. And I was like, yo, I am more excited for Emma Stone as Cruella
1: Deville than I could ever be as any fucking person as the Joker. Yeah, a hundred percent. And like the fact that it's an origin story and like I yes! origin stories are kinda overdone. Like but we don't, we don't need origin stories for every like villain or whatever. I don't need that. But you know what? I'm fucking interested in how Cruella de Vil just how somebody just is down to just murder puppies by the hundreds.
0: Yeah, that's I I am all in on this. And I'm glad like you brought up the origin story thing. There is there's similarities with the whole Joker push that was made and I'm into it. I'm excited. I think that It feels like this one
1: could be a brunch a brunch movie. Like a but, like, like, like a, a beloved staple.
0: brunch movie?
1: For better or for worse. Yeah. Like it could be one that we just like shit on and dunk all over. But like I like Emma Stone so much that I have a feeling that it's gonna go the other way. Like even if it's fuck even if it's fucking ridiculous, we're gonna find reasons to love this movie.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like it can't be bad. Um and I I think it'd be cool if Disney out, um Out does what's Joker is that DC? DC? Yeah, yeah. If if Disney kind of beats them at that game, because I feel like DC cares more about doing shit like that. Is it like
1: Disney that.
0: that's doing this?
1: Yeah, oh, because let's I look heard that, up. that it was like from what I recall, it's supposed to be like quite gritty. Oh, hell yeah, that's what I want. You know, that was my favorite song when I was a kid, quite gritty. Uh,
0: Cruella de Vil, <laughs> okay.
1: I no, loved I that song
0: that. when I was a kid. That was my jam. Yeah, it says Emma Stone is an is an, an edgy Cruella Deville in first Cruella poster. Uh, Cruella, yeah, 2021. Disney it is Disney though. Yeah, I mean, just the, even the the poster is. Have you seen the poster?
1: Yeah, great. She has a huge um, the uh, I think it's Beatrix Lestrange energy from the Harry Potter movies. I don't she know looks who that just is. Like that uh, that character. Do you know who
0: else is in that movie? No. Paul Walter Hauser. Really? I think that she, I think that she's got like a couple of goons. I think he's one of. Those. I just saw. A, oh, a,
1: I see him on a on a uh, on a bike, right? Yeah, a little yeah. moped,
0: right? So yeah, I saw that picture and it looked like Cruella's is like the boss, and then is she's that got, John
1: Bernthal in the background?
0: Oh, I'd be annoyed if so.
1: Why? No one besmirched. John I yeah, I don't Bernthal. know. I'm just like
0: I'm just not as I'm not as big a Burnthal head as everybody else. Oh come on! I feel
1: like he's just in. Well, that's the thing about John Burnthal. Like I if we're love. gonna say
0: it about Kevin Hart, we gotta say it about John Burnthal.
1: Yeah, but the, 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 the and I had like a tweet a while back where I was like, has anybody has any like a list actor been in movies for like five minute more movies for five minutes than John Burnthal?"
0: Yeah, that's true. He is, he's the Octavia Spencer of being like the seventh character.
1: You're right. Oh no, that appears to be Joel Fry, who I don't know in the background of that poster. But Mark Strong, Mark Strong is uh, sneakily an underrated Oh, guy. yes.
0: Oh, I he love this rules. guy. Yeah. yeah.
1: Hell yeah. Obviously love him from uh,
0: uh, Kingsman. What else is he even in? Oh, the Imitation Game. Yeah. Great. Would love. Let's get Mark Strong on. Let's get Stuhlbarg on. I yo, I watched I watched a uh like a signature Stuhlbarg movie the other day. Randy's uh Randy was into it. He was he approved of my watching it. And then he started sending me, he sent me a meme from this movie. It's called A Serious Man and Michael Stuhlbarg, This is I think this movie is from way back, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. It was nominated for uh Best Picture. Let's see. A serious man. Oh wow, two thousand nine. But it's the Coen Brothers. It's extremely depressing. Stulberg plays a professor who's about to get tenure, but
1: maybe I'll spoil it because I want to watch it.
0: Okay, yeah, uh, he's about to get tenure, but um, at the same time, a bunch of obstacles come into his life, and it's just about. Um, Kind of like I don't know if you watched uh, another round. I haven't yet. That everybody's all excited about. I haven't yet. Similar themes with this movie, which are uh, that kind of middle aged stagnancy, and
1: I hate that mm-hmm. because it's I biggest fear. What's that <laughs> biggest fear? It's it's the worst fear. Yeah. Um, so he's anything like, that like causes existential dread is uh,
0: very right. Awful. Exactly. <laughs> so it's a lot of that, but. It's a great performance from him, and it's—I like things that that uh, that reaffirm my faith in uh, in Michael Stuhlbarg because that guy is just such a fucking legend. Uh, wh- yeah, watch watch another round though, because okay. I,
1: I don't know who this Mads Mickelson. you have no was. idea who that guy is, no clue. Feidelberg was all excited about that movie. He's awesome. I thought that you wa- I thought that you saw that movie where he was like in the winter tundra. Uh, it survival. The Gray. No. Uh, Cold Pursuit. Nope. Yeah. Cold nope. Pursuit. No nope. wish. Uh, no. He had the um, like Arctic. I think it was called. No. Um, yeah. There was. Uh, he had one of those. Yeah. He had, he's had some. He's. had some hits. People love Mads Mikkelsen. I mean, yeah, he gave a good performance in this I movie. I think He also might have played like Hannibal or something. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I. Yeah.
0: I mean. I. So. Fadelberg was all gung ho about this movie, and I was like, "Is it worth waiting a couple of weeks?" Or he was like, "This is a really good movie." And I was like, "I don't recognize any of the cast." That makes me excited. And he was like, "Who hasn't heard of Mads Mickelson? And I asked you about it. You were like,
1: "Yeah, it's fucking it's Mads, dude. Mm-hmm. No fucking clue who this guy is." Yeah, so he he started that TV show Hannibal that people liked a lot, uh, and then there's he was in the Star Wars movie Rogue One.
0: Interesting. Well, uh, oh shit, I'm on the A Serious Man Wikipedia page. It's got a related article. We
1: discussed uh, the idea of having like a Coen Brothers week, which I would be down for. If for we reason. could get through it, I would be down. Well, not every Coen Brothers movie is. So we had this discussion. Are we seeing
0: both A Serious Man and Man. Inside Llewyn <laughs> Davis? Because <laughs> if so, be. that's like a can we get through the week It is funny week.
1: that like the Coen Brothers, they either like, if there's, if they have two types of movies. One movie where everybody kills one another, everybody ends up dead, uh or you end up wanting to kill yourself, yeah, that's, everybody lives, but you wanna die
0: right uh you know can we can Wikipedia hook up Stuhlbarg with a better picture? I don't know a Stuhlbarg, a
1: Stuhlbarg with the beard, I think is a good look,
0: really I mean yeah. maybe it's that angle he does not i Stuhlbarg with the beard in calling by your name was excellent, but I don't know maybe. Uh, Everybody, check the Stuhlbarg Wikipedia page. Let us know if Wikipedia is doing him dirty.